I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Today's guest is a professional basketball player for the WNBA's Minnesota Lynx and who has also played for our own Atlanta Dream Team. She is also a two-time Olympic gold medalist, and additionally, she's an entrepreneur and owner of an ice cream shop as well as a production company. Money Movers, please welcome to the podcast, WNBA's Angel McCultry. Hi, Angel, how are you? What's up, how's everything? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> so where are you based right now? I know you had a long career with the Atlanta Dream, What Up Atlanta and the 404, but now Ooh. you're playing in another in another town, but we'll still claim you as an Atlanta Dream team. So where are you, oh, com- where are you today? But you know, I, 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 I still live here. I'm still based in Atlanta. I'm still active in the community, things like that. Um, of course, playing in Minnesota. Um, thank God the season is in the summertime. Uh, <laughs> you can say that again. In the summer. Yeah, and play, but always here in Atlanta, still based here. We love it. We love it. Well, welcome to the podcast. I want to give our audience a chance to get to know a little bit more about you. You've had an illustrious career, um, the WNBA. So talk about growing up and how you got your start into athletics and how that sort of informed your mindset for achieving success in life. Yeah, um, just it's an incredible story. Um, I know we nobody achieves anything without ups and downs. Um, started playing basketball at eight years old. Grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. What up, be more? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it literally just I love playing. 
And I was the only girl out there. So you get labeled what? The tomboy name? Yep. I hate it. Um, but one day, um, the fellas were like, yo, it's this thing called the WNBA. It's like the NBA for the girls. And I was like, what's that? I started watching on TV and I fell in love because I got to see tall girls who were like me yep. and who did what I love. So um, the rest was history. But had I imagined that I would be an Olympian and all that, I never imagined. So. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So you started hustling away. You were practicing, playing. And then did you go to school? Yeah, I went to uh, University of Louisville, go Cards, whoop, whoop. and um, had an amazing career there. We went to the Final Four. And um, so, wow. Great experience, yeah, great experience. <laughs> Man, I feel like you've hit all these like amazing goals. Like Final Four, drafted into yeah. the WNBA, you've played overseas. Number one. Number one. number one. To Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, it's amazing, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. On Olympic teams, so. that's really awesome. And now, so you've had a long career there. I wanna talk about money, because oftentimes, you know, we have a yes. lot of really successful people in all different facets of life, from athletics to music, entertainment, technology. And I want to talk right. about sort of the early days. So for Young Angel, how did you sort of look yes. at money, saving money? Was this something that was talked about in your house or did you sort of fall into it a little bit later in life? Yeah, so we grew up in that area where social media wasn't big. You know, you ask mom a question, go look it up in the encyclopedia, right? Uh, yeah, so, do you guys remember that? You remember those days, right? Yes. So things weren't really, I didn't know about credit. I didn't know much of those things. I went to college and I was getting my first cell phone and it was like, well, do you have a credit card? Do you have credit? And I'm like, what's that? I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and it sounds funny like when we say it now, but like, for real, most people, it was when they got to college and they sort of had yes. to set it on their own and realize like, hey, do you have a credit card? Do you have a credit history? Well, all of these things were so foreign to so many of us. Exactly. And, and to me it was. And I'm like, okay, so I got to get this thing called a credit card. <laughs> I got to put up credit. And then I had my first bill, which was a cell phone that came every month. And then it was taught to me, okay, I got to pay this one time every month, right? So the credit would be good. So that's when I started kind of learning on my own. But imagine if I was prepared right. for then to know these details, you know what I mean? How much more prepared I would be. Um, and so that's when I kind of, I kind of learned it on my own. Um, and that's why it's important for the kids, the youth. Yes. I think it's to be taught in schools. Let's teach the kids what is credit, how to write a check, um, all those details that they're going to need. I know X, Y to the Z algebra, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, does anybody really use that? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm your, not your sure simple, anymore. I don't think any, I mean, your simple math you need, your time tables, your, your plus minus, but that X, Y to the Z, I'd I rather learn about credit, how to spend money, how to save, yes. what to invest. Yes. Teach the kids that, y'all. What is going on? What I don't know. I mean, I do think it's changing. I think a lot of times, you know, yeah. we're doing better than our parents did for us. And so they're trying to teach right. us. There's like things like this podcast, but you have to go do the work. I also think that right. absolutely you are right when you talk about changing curriculum. So for example, I'm going to date myself, y'all. I had home ec. <laughs> I had typing. Okay. I had like... Yeah. Stuff like that in high school that we were like, why are you still teaching us how to like sew? Which, okay, is cool if you yeah. wanted to be a fashion designer, but it was very gender right. oriented. So like now we need, I think it has to be like finance 101, you know, in high school, yes. in grade school, where it's like, this is how to save. This is how to open up a bank account. This is how not to destroy your credit in the first year of college. <laughs> yes. What is a mortgage? Like, right. You know, 
How do I? Yeah, all that. Like none of that is it has been taught. Um, and I think that the curriculum needs to change a little bit. Hopefully, this, this the discussion is being had to implement more of these important things that are right more essential to life. Yeah, you know? just to living a good life. <laughs> so, because like you said, what are the percentages of somebody learning how to sew that they're going to be a fashion designer? The percentages are. No, right. It was very, I think, old school. Like they were teaching these like gender based guys did shop, women did home ec. Right. And so now we've moved past that. I think we're getting a little smarter. And here we are being like, how do we really change the curriculum for students? But I say all this. I have a question for you. So as you entered into the MBA, you know, it's this professional organization. Were there tools and courses that helped, you know, these aspiring athletes that you were, you know, you were going to make some significant money now? Um, Yeah. We can talk about disparities between like the NBA and the WNBA on another episode. But were there tools that the organization (laughs) helped you to to give you guys? Yeah, and as you said, um, we know that, you know, the NBA is here as far as they're paying. We're a little bit here, which is just growing. And like you said, that's not for conversation. So with <laughs> the woman making less, way yeah. less, okay, I have to be even smarter. Mm-hmm. I have to make more money. Because think about it. A lot of women in the WBA, they are wives. Yes. They have kids. Yeah. They, you know, they have husbands or uh, whatever, um, you know, families. Yeah. And then so there were courses, I think. But not, they're more now than there were back then. Yeah. So I'll put it like that. So I had to learn with me, I had to kind of go through a lot of mistakes to really learn. And I hear a lot of successful people say that it's okay to make some financial mistakes to get to that point of success. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Which is also why I appreciate people being candid about it. Because I think, again, when we talk about, and I know you do a lot of work with the kids and the high schools and this, you know, a lot of kids really look at it and they're like, oh my gosh, it was like a magic wand. Everything just appeared. You know, you weren't shooting in the gym, um, as Drake would say all night. It was just all of a sudden you got this contract and you had some money and that was sort of the end of the story. And it only goes up from there. But so many people have had such great losses, great wins. And I think that's where you know, true perseverance and success comes from sharing those with people so that people know sharing those. Yeah. And what I wish I would have done and kids really listen to this young people get a mentor. Cause mm. if I was smart enough when I was making, you know, my money, I think years ago stuff now was so cheap in real estate. And I really wish I would have, somebody told me, but I really didn't listen, but I wish I had a mentor to really get on my case to, Hey, you're going to buy a couple pieces of real estate now, yeah, and then you're gonna watch it grow. And if I would if I would have done that while well, I was only fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, now it's almost eight hundred to a million. Yes, right. Yeah. So those are the things that we should be learning, and someone should be on our case. You make a good money, do this and do that. I promise you, it's gonna pay off. So those things. So I, I love that, Angel, because I feel the same way. And oftentimes I think people have these conversations where they're like, oh, it's too late, it's too late, right? And I think, especially yeah. in our community, yeah, absolutely. Real estate has taken off. And I wish I had bought that property. You know, I lived in New I York s- for a bit and they were t- like, there's these stories in New York, they're like old wives' tales when people were trying to revitalize Brooklyn and they were selling oh. townhomes for a dollar. I was like, why didn't I buy a townhome? And, Brooklyn for a dollar because it was a bad neighborhood or et cetera. But I think also we have to recognize now that the opportunities are still there. Sure, you might not be able to buy in like the heart of Buckhead, you know, but there's other areas that we're seeing 
um, a lot of great investment potential come out of and still buy. Um, so, Absolutely. you know, I never want people to think they've missed their whole chance because there's still opportunity and it's doing the, the work to find like the areas and pockets of like great investment. Absolutely. I, I would say uh, the opportunities are never dead. They're yeah. always there. There's always something new going on. Now people are in NFT crypto. So stuff is always going to be right. There's always new stuff coming. Yeah, new things for us to learn. It's never going to end. Um, so I would encourage people to continue to learn, continue to stay updated with everything. Get that mentor or ask questions. We got to ask more questions. We have to ask you know? more questions. Oh, let's talk ask. about mentorship because, you know, this is something that you've already spoken of. You're obviously very passionate about. I find that people call in all the time and they'll be like, well, how do I find a mentor? Or, you know, where do I find someone who's going to help me? What, how have you found some of your greatest mentors? asking questions. So literally when you just start that conversation, you will, you'll, it's amazing the knowledge that some will have in their own way. You know, I can learn something from him, but she can have the same knowledge, but can add a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when you start to open your mouth, you start to learn these things and then people are, you'll be surprised of how many people are willing to help and give, you know, that bit of advice or mentorship. And if someone doesn't have time, guess what? Just continue to ask questions all around. YouTube uh, teaches you everything you know. And here's another thing. I know this is a whole nother subject, but- Oh, I love it. I know kids. Yeah, kids, you know, you, you got $100,000 in loans coming out of school. Do you really want that to make a $30,000 job, $40,000 job starting off and have these loans? I mean, could you learn the same thing on YouTube and still get that same job? I'm just saying. What controversial back. topics. We love it. And it's not, it's just some smart gems because life has changed so much. The way we educate ourselves, the way we have access to knowledge, education, and it's dramatically changed. Right? So it's like, why put yourself in that debt? Here's another little gem I'm gonna drop on y'all. Okay. I met a, a young lady and uh, I was in Puerto Rico on vacation and she's going to school to be a doctor. Well, over there, they don't have all the, you know, loans or, doesn't it's mm -hmm. not costly to go to school over there she says her degree holds up in the state so she can still be a doctor and not have the loans so wow maybe hey look internationally to go to school and not have all that debt hundreds of thousands of american debt absolutely and your and your degree holds up over here little jim you know i think those are like <laughs> such great gems because sometimes it's like you've got to really look outside you know, your own yard for ideas and ways to like create wealth in your own life. You know, if it's decreasing your student loans, if it's finding other opportunities to get grants, scholarships, or going to school in places outside the US, which I think is not a popular opinion because, you know, you guys, I'm Canadian, so don't skewer me for me. But the US always <laughs> wants people to think that this is the only place to do it. And Puerto Rico is, of no. course, in the US, but like there's, I've met a bunch of really smart and brilliant doctors that went to school in the Caribbean, the Grenada, et cetera. So lots of ways to skin Look at a you cat. Dropping up gems. And what y'all call it in Canada? Uni? Yes, we call it uni. <laughs> we call it uni. And it's so much cheaper, actually, and really great schools. But you got to brave the cold. Yes. <laughs> guys, think about that. Like, the gems we're dropping right now, really think about what we're talking about because you can save yourself so much money and then you're coming out of school gaining instead of losing. Yes, losing. yes. You know, let's, let's change the game. Let's, let's change, change the, game. the game. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's. I want to bring it back to entrepreneurship. So you're yes. still playing, but you're also multitasking as an entrepreneur. You've opened up your own um, ice cream shop, which speaks to my heart yes. and love of ice cream. You're also opening yes. a production company. Let's start with the ice cream because I love all things sweet and ice cream. How did that yes. come about? Um, it was an idea. I, I think um, most things that you want to do start with that idea. And it's like, okay, could I do this? You do the research and you say, you know what? You don't, you, you don't let anything stop you. Um, did I have to close for COVID? Yes. But that's just a learning experience of what business is all about. I would say one of the main things I've learned about business is, okay, 
You want to have a good team of people around you, your employees. That team of people you trust is so important and so yeah. key. I always use LeBron James as an example. He has such a great team of people working around him. That's why you see so much success. Yes. His team is great. Yeah. And then you can see other NBA players. You hear they went broke or this or that. It's because they have people who are stealing or, or doing the, you know, you just not, that's the most important thing, the right people. The right You know, people. they say most, the right people, the most businesses fail because people are stealing from the business. That's true. That's, that's true. Probably, that's the number one reason. So the right people, guys, trustworthy people. And the second thing is um, your customer service. What does that look like, right? So I always compare it to basketball. It's like, okay, I go play ball. Nobody wants to see me play lazy and, you know, like I don't care or like I don't feel like being out there. Oh, yeah. And like like fans pick up on that real fast. They'll be like, she was tired today. She didn't give it her all. I came to see Angel give it her all. Or or she wasn't mentally there tonight. They know that. So, and same thing in business. When you come in my business, I want you to see energetic people that are happy, that make you feel like, wow, I want to come back. Uh So those are the two main components um, in business. I love that. Okay. And then ice cream. (laughs) Why ice cream? Because this feels like a dream come true for me. Yes. um, I love ice cream. I'm a sweets girl. I can just, oh my God, I can eat sweets every day, which I know I probably shouldn't. (laughs) Um, So yeah, and I love the brand of it. You know, it was something that was uh, able to give back at the same time. Something I love. Another key, whatever you're doing, make sure you're passionate about it, right? The passion behind it, make sure you're liking what you do. 80% of Americans wake up every morning not loving what they do. Doesn't that suck? So you mean to tell for better lack of a better yes. word, it sucks. It sucks. And it's, that it, sucks. It's something that it, you know, people always say that and I think for young people, you know, every, our podcast audience is a very diverse range of ages, colors, everything. But, you know, I think a lot of people you know, they raise their eye when they're like, oh my gosh, be passionate about something. The money will come. How do you find that passion? Like we're grinding day to day. And it's, and it's really hard. I recognize for a lot of people, like it is very hard and it is a gift. If you can wake up and say, I love what I do every day. It's a gift. It's a gift, but I implore you to find it. That is the most beautiful thing in the world to wake up and love what you do. Right. And I'm fortunate and blessed to have that. I know you are too, because we get to wake up. I get to play basketball for a living, right? That's really cool, yeah. fun. You get to do things like this and interview people. So guys, why not wake up loving what you do, Yeah. right? So that means we're living in a world, just talking about America, where so many people are miserable because you wake up every day like, Ugh. right? And here's another thing. Most heart attacks happen on a Monday. <gasps> Statistically proven, right? It's so crazy, right? That on a Friday. I could see it just like, weekend. it's Monday. <laughs> Right. So you're talking about most heart attacks are <sighs> proven to happen on a Monday. That goes to show the stress and the miserable, you know, mindset of waking up on a Monday like, oh, my I got to go back. Wow. To work. So why not change that and love what you do? Yes, it's hard. So what? That's what makes it beautiful. My coach used to tell me if basketball was easy, then everybody would do it. Would I play. love that expression. It, it spans for so many things. Entrepreneurship, like being successful in general. If, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So that's right. The whole world would play basketball and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be interesting because everybody could just do it. But I think it's we're so jaded sometimes because people like turn into social media. They watch like I use the example of the Facebook movie about Mark Zuckerberg. In 90 minutes, the kid became a billionaire, but it's actually like a 10 year history of him no. in the trenches, slugging it out, building this like empire. That's, but we're that's like, easy. oh, 
90 you minutes. Y'all, y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. What she just said? Success takes years. Years. It never, kids, stop comparing yourself on Instagram to a one minute picture or whatever that just shows a, a, a moment of time, like 10 seconds. Listen, success takes years. So that's why I always tell the kids, get started now. Yeah, get started it's now. Gonna take you, it at least takes a year. Yeah. Get started. And I say that to people all the time. Like, I'll be like, um, you know, I, I'll make jokes about something. Like we were talking about Wikipedia or, you know, going to the encyclopedias versus like Wikipedia. I'm like, yeah, I'm right. in my 40s. Really? I can't believe that. I was like, yeah, this is not overnight. <laughs> There's decades of work, right? And so I love reminding people of that because they're like, oh, and I was like, yeah, this is four decades yeah. in the game here doing whatever you love to do for sure. Yeah. Yes. Look at some of the most successful people, guys. And this is what I, I've learned to do. I like to go um, look at people's stories of how they made it. Me so too. I'll go on Wikipedia and look up different, like, look up uh, Kanye West. You see his doc. Nobody took him seriously. He was on trying to get the deal in Rockefeller. He kept working for himself and creating opportunities for himself. He didn't give up. That's years of him. That's years. You know, doing that. That is years. Years. So start to um, Google people that you love, whether it be an actor, doctor, somebody that you are inspired by, go read their stories and you'll see no one has ever done it overnight. No, no one. It's, no. It, it doesn't exist. That's so right? true. It doesn't exist. I, I don't, there's no overnight story. No, there is none. Not I mean, one. even a lot, but you know what I will say? Well, the person who comes in, well, what about the person who won the lottery? Okay. And where are they now? <laughs> but, 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 but still, what's that backstory? They probably you know, spent they all the, the money. Like who knows? Yeah, what's the, they, I'm sure they've had a hard life or something, like, you know? So it's always still a backstory to that. Yep, yep. You know, so. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us on a totally different tangent, something that's very close to my heart. I hear that you have spent some time and hosted the first ever all-female basketball camp in Ghana, West Africa. I love yes. this because I'm actually from Ghana. Um, my dad is there. I've spent so much time going back and forth to Ghana. Oh so tell yes. me about that experience. Oh my God, um, I had no idea they never had like just an all-female basketball camp, like stuff we just do all the time, right? So when I went, they didn't believe I was coming because they had oh. never had nothing like that. I mean, literally guys, it was like one of the most breathtaking experiences that changed my life. And that's another key component. When you do make it and you're, you're where you're at in life, what do you do? You give back. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. You and it back. feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good oh to give back. Like, honestly, it's such, it enriches your life. It enriches your life. It feels, yeah, it feels so good, guys. And it's just like, you're able to give back because you work so hard. And then you don't understand, like, whose life you changed. You know, like, you're changing lives. You're, you're, you're inspiring. You're helping um, add something to the world. Because every little bit counts, right? We see so much negativity out here. Yes. Wars and this, like that. But Sometimes you don't think it does, but just stuff that we, we don't we don't even need to see it. You know, even if we don't see it on it, don't need to be shown the little compliment. All these little things help the world. Every they little bit so counts, do. I would say. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, like one of those people that I love all the warm and fuzzies. So it really makes a big <laughs> difference in not just my life, but other people's lives as well. And I know you do spend a lot of time talk, going into the high schools, talking to kids, um, helping motivate and guide them. What are some of the other things that you do to really give back? I know there's a long list. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, besides giving back to the high schools, um, I try to teach kids the game. I, actually, this is a good idea what we're doing, like to be able to talk more finance, 
financial kind of things. I think I'll, you, you just encouraged me to get Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I mean, this is so the big thing about Money Moves. We're just trying to really help create a strong foundation for people of color, women, um, to yeah, really yeah. have these conversations out loud, to talk yeah, about money, yes. talk about how we can save money with the goal of helping create like long-term generational wealth in our community. Um, in ways oh that God. I think our parents, like I look back to how my parents were and they, you know, they said, save your money. Don't spend too much money. But, yeah. you know, being able to very tactically give the next generation the tools and the tips to actually build wealth and come at it from a younger age than we, I think a lot of us did. Yeah, and that's exactly, we need more conversations like this because they're not, like you said, they're not here in this school. And it's like, okay, you're telling me mom and dad save my money, but why do I need to yes. save my money? It needs to be more explained in depth of, of why and how, and how? And the discipline. And yeah. how and the discipline behind it, you know, so so important. Um, so. All right, so let's go back to your entertainment or production company. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. You seem to have wear so many hats. Yeah, um, you know, I was trying to figure out. Okay, if, if basketball was to end now, what am I going to do? And, and that first Big hit question. me when I got injured. I yeah, I tore my ACL and I was out, and it was the first time I never played. I'm like, oh my god, how do I make money outside of basketball? <laughs> So that's when it started happening. Okay, let me start opening up businesses and, and learning about how this stuff works. And um, production um, came from um, just storytelling. Wow. You know, I, I think that it's amazing that we, to be able to, um, you know, in our brains, we have these stories to bring them to life. I think it's so cool and, and for people to see. Um, so that's where I'm at right now, doing a lot of scripts and storytelling and um, stuff. Stuff will be coming because it takes some time. Like it we takes talked, time. It takes years, right, guys? That's okay. We are so we are we are not for the overnight sensations. We appreciate the grind and the drive that takes to create something yes. special. Yeah. So I've been working on a, a script for about two to three years now, um, and it's in the process of just being finished and um, in the process of being pitched to different networks and things like that. So. We're getting there. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, I'm, Sorry, I'm clapping yeah. my hands for a love in basketball, too. Um. <laughs> it's time for one of those, though. It's time. We haven't had one of those in a, in a while. I feel like we haven't. Right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, Angel, before you leave, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Oh. We're going to be cheering you on next season, wishing you all the best. Um, and thank please, you. before you leave, tell our audience where they can find you on social media and also where they can find your ice cream shop. Actually, me. Tell yes. me where I can find your yeah, ice cream um, shop. <laughs> actually, for the ice cream shop, because we closed it for COVID, we're in the oh, midst right. of finding another location. So stay tuned for that. Okay. But you can catch up and keep up with everything I have going on on my social media, at McCautry, M-C-C-O-U-G-H-T-R-Y, my last name. At so McCautry. All right. You guys, make sure to check her out. Make sure to cheer her on um, as she starts the season with the Minnesota. When do you guys start, Minnesota? When does the season start for the WNBA? Yes, uh, this May. You can catch us at a city near you. All right. Make sure you support, guys. If you have not been to a WNBA game, they are incredible. I love the energy. It's just such a vibe, such a great time. So we will be there cheering you on. Happy to support. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, Angel. Make sure to follow her on all her social media Handles. Thanks, guys. And if we helped you make your money move, make sure to let us know by sending us a like, sharing the knowledge, and or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
Make sure to tune into Money Moves Monday to Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.